0: Is the band Lawson named after Mark Lawson? To
1: this, to this. How small a trampoline could you bounce a horse on?
0: As you know, like Pitbull, we are so international. Uh, I was thinking we were wearing muzzles today. (laughs) Uh, Unlike Pitbull, we are not awful. Uh, (laughs) But we are this week kicking off with a question that proves how international we are because it's from Jake in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Oh, is that the most exotic place you could think of? It is the most populous community in the United States that is incorporated as a village.
1: Really? I've never really understood the principles of incorporation.
0: No. I do understand, though, why bigger towns would fight for the right to be villages, whereas Mm. big villages probably wouldn't be that keen to be reclassified as towns. You want the amenities, don't you, and the conveniences, but you don't actually want... To lose your cosy village status People like the idea of a village They Mm. also like an out of town superstore To be on their doorstep
1: Maybe there's some kind of Financial or taxation imperative To be incorporated or otherwise I don't know But I don't want to know (laughs) Don't explain to
0: me Don't get back to us on that Jake
1: Let me preserve my innocence About Arlington Heights please
0: (laughs) But he has a question for us Which isn't about this at all He says I am a married man Good for you Congratulations Why are
1: you rubbing it In all the single people's faces Smug marrieds
0: As such he says I am the designated Spider killer in my home Because <laughs> that is part of the vows. Mm. Uh, early in our relationship uh, With his wife Not with the spider, the spiders uh, I would point out spiders to my wife Who would shriek and scream Later on, I would say, don't move, there's a spider, but this would cause Mrs. T to shriek and scream and call me names.
1: Whereas Mr. T would just be like, I'm a pitiful fool, point <laughs> out a spider. <laughs> uh,
0: now, having wised up, continues Jake, or as he's just confessed to us, Mr. T. Oh my God, it's Mr. T. When I see an arachnid, I engage my wife in light conversation and move about as if getting a drink.
1: God, how did it take you so long to learn the art of misdirection?
0: (laughs) Then, having taken up a paper napkin or a tissue, I capture the spider and am halfway to the loo to flush it before my darling spouse has even realised what I've done. You sly dog. That is slick. Keeping secrets in the marriage. So, Helen, answer me this. How do you handle spiders in your marital home?
1: Well... When you're taking a third into a relationship (laughs) um, Well it's weird in this flat We don't get that many spiders But most of the ones we get are absolutely enormous Mm. Like big gnarly legs And I am naturally freaked out by things with big gnarly legs So are you saying
0: Martin is the spider catcher in this house? Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit arachnophobic, and the way that I uh, I respond to that is by um,
1: overcompensating with violence.
0: I capture. <laughs> sp- <laughs> no, I do. I. I, I uh,
1: you once just like slapped one onto the wall.
0: Yeah, I sometimes just catch spiders with my bare hands because I, I have such an aversion to them. The only way I can confront that is by like grabbing it. But they, but they, you kill them. Rather than Yeah, usually. Yeah. I don't like the idea of killing something just because it's kind of in my way.
1: It's a trespasser. It's the Tony Martin defence. But in <laughs>
0: nature, it would be a lot worse. I mean, it would get, you know, pecked to death by a bird and it wouldn't be half yes, as Yes, yes, What makes us different as human beings is our ability to make a moral judgment on that, isn't it? And okay. I, I would happily eat it, but right. since so I don't have any. if you were really hungry, it, yeah. <laughs> you
1: would happily eat your house spider? Yes. Yeah, okay, happily. But, but I
0: don't need to kill that spider and it wouldn't take much hassle for me to throw it out the window. I don't need to eat a whelk, but I still do.
1: But he also swats whelks that turn up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish. I I don't know whether it's because we do get some large spiders though and occasionally trotting past the bedposts but I do hallucinate large spiders a lot That's in my real
0: technique to dealing with spiders creating a lot in your brain
1: Yeah, it's often bright fluorescent green spiders coming down from the ceiling onto my face The other night the uh, spider hallucinations took on a special turn because I woke Martin up by rummaging through his hair looking for a spider that I
0: thought was in there <laughs> And what did you find?
1: I found quite an irate Martin, yeah, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jake, I hope that has made your wife's spider fear seem a bit more tolerable and normal. <laughs> Here is a question from Josh from New York, who says, I've recently taken to watching HBO shows such as The Sopranos and Game of Thrones on
0: my iPad at my posh gym. That's very much playing to the strengths of the posh gym, I think. You can't do that whilst you're running around a field, can you? No. Yeah, And at and a posh gym, no, one's going to steal your iPad, probably.
1: But you might get sweat on your iPads.
0: I reckon he's the kind of guy who's bought an accessory to prevent that.
1: Unfortunately, says Josh, these shows can be more than a little risque. Mm. They include scenes with nudity and fairly explicit sex. When these scenes pop up, I desperately flail my hands in front of the screen so that my fellow
0: gym mates won't see. But I'm not
1: sure if this is sufficient.
0: Yeah, I rather fear that's drawing attention to what is otherwise a perfectly understandable situation.
1: Indeed. While he me this, is it appropriate to continue watching these shows at a gym? No, it's, it's neither appropriate nor inappropriate. It's inappropriate if there are loads of kids
0: there, but presumably at a post
1: yeah. gym, there are no kids there
0: yeah yeah exactly it's not like it's actually pornography no, it's a sex although, scene in a thing and people understand what that is
1: he's not worrying about the violence in game of thrones is he nah, interesting mm. isn't it? what does that say about
0: america josh
1: if i do watch them says josh do i have an obligation to obscure all the naughty bits so that i don't look like a pervert no
0: because you're not british airways
1: maybe you can get a special amish cut of game <laughs> of thrones where they're all clothed at all times also why don't you just turn this brightness down on the ipad a bit because then you can hardly
0: see it mm. I-, I think the major concern here if you Unpick Josh's psychological Prognosis Mm. is not That uh, other people are Exposed to this material I think his Major concern is that
1: what will they think of him? He realises,
0: exactly, that other people mm. can see him watching this material. They and get what? a sneak of a boob or a chest and they realise that he's watching Phil's.
1: What kind of pervert can't wait until the privacy of his own home? He has to watch it when he's at the gym. <laughs>
0: exactly. And he wants to convey the impression that he's not just watching this material for the sexy bits, even though he kind of is because it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and that actually he's watching something incredibly intellectual at his posh gym.
1: What you could do, if you just want to make sure that they know that it's not porn... Um, and that it's definitely a fancy program with fancy artistic intentions is put the subtitles on (laughs) because then maybe they'll think it's a french film french film
0: yeah Yeah, that's a good one
1: that's classy isn't it to watch at the gym
0: or i mean if you're really this self-involved i mean no one is actually (laughs) looking at you to work this out but if you're really this self-involved that you are in a moment of absolute apoplectic crisis about this Mm. just look away like if there's a sex scene on look make a point of looking at something different so if someone walks past you they can see that you're not Entirely engrossed In the sex scene It just happens to be on You're not bothered either way It just happens to be on You're watching it for the story And oh there's a sex scene happening Why not just whip yourself With your hair shirt While you're at it (laughs) Yes good good
1: idea I think any reaction Ollie, Where he's changing His normal mode of behaviour because the sex scene's on is drawing attention to him and making him seem more weird
0: yeah but not when you're on a treadmill because it's natural to look ahead of you anyway isn't it unless the iPad's right in front of his eyes anyway
1: well he might not be on a treadmill he might be on a rowing machine so he's sort of going backwards and forwards into (laughs) the game of three or he might be he might be pulling weights he might be swimming I don't know
0: Yeah I've not seen anyone swim Whilst watching an iPad But I suppose it's the future It's
1: gonna happen Here's a question from Jordan From End in South Wales Who says I was clearing my room As I'm moving to university soon Good luck Yay And I came across Some American coins That I had left over From an old Holiday to Florida
0: And if you're going on Holiday to Florida listeners Remember to take the Answer Me This Holiday album With you To discover the truth About the utility doors At Disney World
1: And if you're looking For a more interesting souvenir If you're going on Holiday to Florida Try a little toy manatee Manatees are cute. Yeah, they are, yeah. I noticed, says Jordan, that all the heads on the coins were facing left, except for Abraham Lincoln on the one cent pieces. Mm. Ollie, answer me this. Why is Lincoln facing right and not left like the other heads on the American coins?
0: Actually, Thomas Jefferson, on some coins, also oh. faces right.
1: Oh, I was wondering whether Abraham Lincoln was shot in the other side of his head and they thought it would be insensitive to show him facing left. He was shot in the back
0: of the head, wasn't oh, he?
1: Well, then in that case... I don't think they theory... ever
0: considered having the back of his head on a coin. Uh,
1: <laughs> why, why do they never have people looking head on in coins? They never do, do they? It's always profile.
0: Well, in fact, oh. Thomas Jefferson, on some American coins, is looking Staring straight at right you. right out,
1: terrifyingly. <laughs> <laughs> terrifyingly.
0: Like an eagle Uh, In Lincoln's case uh, The reason is It's because the sculptor Who designed the penny piece Victor Mm. David Brenner Designed that penny Based on a photograph Of Lincoln
1: Wow Wow They have uh, Photography is always Much older than I think it is Yeah yeah
0: yeah February the 9th 1864
1: Bloody hell uh, By Mm.
0: Anthony Berger The photographer In the photo Lincoln face right so it's, it's a reference mm. to that. So that's why he faces right on the penny.
1: And it wasn't that easy to go into Photoshop and flip the photo in those
0: days. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be right, would it?
1: Sculpture shop. Um. It was a really expensive programme. <laughs> uh,
0: but in the case yeah. of Jefferson, the reason he also faces right, and in some cases straight on, looking straight down the barrel like Nick Clegg, uh. Uh, is because uh, in 2003 they reissued the nickel on which mm. Jefferson used to face left. Uh, and to signify that they'd reissued it they wanted to make that side of the coin look different um, because they changed the the reverse side of the coin to commemorate Lewis and Clark they wanted something on that side to indicate they'd done that and actually what happened is the mint instead of just doing it once did a series of nickels, one in which he faced left like he used to, one in which he faced right and one in which indeed I think it's the 2004 version of the nickel, he is looking straight at you Jesus But actually the reason That Jefferson does Face forward in that one Is also because It's based on an artwork It's okay. based on a, a portrait Done by Rembrandt Peel In 1800 oh, yeah. Right before Jefferson Became president Okay yeah.
1: And it's not because The presidents all have A preferred side Like Mariah Carey does So all of her albums She's facing the same way <laughs> Well actually
0: It could it's be possible. couldn't it? Because they're based On official portraiture yeah. So yeah They probably did specify Like the Queen might now
1: Yeah Why was Lincoln Facing to the right Yeah Well Learning Yep I hope you're satisfied with that Jordan.
0: And if you're not, it's the best I can do.
1: He's probably throwing them all away now. I forgot he ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> He's at university now. Way. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's left us behind.
1: I've got a question. Email your question.
0: Here's a question from Alice who says I bought a cake stand recently which has space to hold thirteen cupcakes. Ollie could hold those for you. <laughs> in my belly. Uh, she says, My mum tells me this is a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. She's right, isn't she? But Helen, answer me this. Why is a baker's dozen thirteen when anyone else's dozen is twelve? Mm. Yeah. Well Is it because of spoilage?
1: I thought it was, as in you, you bake thirteen in case. Because one, one of them goes out bad. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out actually to have a much more serious historical origin.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It was one to poison a Catholic with or something. <laughs>
1: Probably <too. laughs> I mean, At some point in British history, everything was to poison yeah. a Catholic. <laughs> um, baker's had a very long-standing reputation of being shifty and shortchanging people, right back into Egyptian times and probably beyond then.
0: All the way up to Greg's today.
1: So they started imposing harsh punishments on bakers that were shortchanging people and in 1266 King Henry III revived an ancient statute, the Assize of Bread and Ale that regulated the price of bread according to the price of wheat. And uh, what it meant that if uh, bakers or brewers... To whom presumably you gave your wheat to convert into bread or brew, uh, gave short-changing you... Short-changing you. Yeah, if they were short-changing you, they could be fined, pilloried or flogged, which pretty bad punishment. That is a
0: big punishment for just a humble baker. Mm. Yeah.
1: So they would make extra, sometimes as many as 14 in a baker's dozen, to ensure that they were giving people yeah. back... Uh, the weight but you know what happened though the bakers were still dodgy they just started cutting the flour with sand and stuff the
0: bakers always win it's funny when you get these historic things based on distrust that then in the modern era seem entirely irrelevant
1: oh just a just a lovely phrase An apple cheek bakers made an extra hot cross bun just for you
0: (laughs) it's like when the royal baby was born there was this issue about apparently it was one of the first to be born without the home secretary being in the room Oh, Which goes back you imagine Theresa May being there Whilst you giving birth <laughs> And apparently That was because In olden times They mm. wanted to check That the baby that was being born Was the one of royal lineage Not one that had been Subbed at the last minute As a fake royal baby To usurp the throne
1: I wouldn't trust Theresa May To be that observant About babies Because babies look Quite similar to each other They could easily be switched
0: no but it was just to say When you say There's a new king slash queen That it had indeed Come out of The royal womb Yeah Oh
1: no No wonder Diana Had such an awful time I don't
0: I don't know if she had The home secretary there But apparently You know If, if it wasn't This one that was the first It was Diana Or the one just before that It's a fairly recent thing The home secretary Hasn't been there
1: Imagine Jack Straw Gazing <laughs> up Your crowning Vagina Yeah
0: I can't I literally can't No I can't imagine it <laughs> I can
1: imagine it And it's the worst thing That has ever happened in my mind
0: Okay well let's move back to cakes Here's another question of cake From Leo Who says In A la recherche du temps Purdue. Very good Ollie. Never heard of it So Marcel Proust Oh okay Memories are triggered by Madelines as, as in the little cakes Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, So he says Helen answer me this uh, Were the little cakes In A la recherche du temps Purdue Named after someone called Madeleine, Or vice versa
1: well, it'd be ridiculous if the name Madeline, the popular woman's name, was then being named after cake. Would it? Yes.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. May, custard name, cream, and June probably are named after the month.
1: Yes, but not after cakes.
0: <laughs> oh. No. I don't know, if you really liked a cake, is it so crazy? seems like the kind of thing the Beckhams would do. So if that's not the case, Helen, yes, the cakes. Uh, how did the cakes come to be called Madeleine?
1: Oh, annoyingly it's disputed. It almost certainly was named after a pastry cook called Madeleine. They we, just... we can't
0: be sure if it's based on Baker's testimonial history because they're very distrustworthy. Lies. Bloody yes, lies. No, yeah.
1: But they just don't know which Madeleine. So the most likely Madeleine was uh, one picked by Louis the Fifteenth. Uh, in 1755, and that Madeleine was Madeleine Palmier, who was his father-in-law's cook, and she made lovely Madeleines. So Louis the Fifteenth uh, adored them so much, he made them popular all over France. The end. And the other explanation that I favour is that someone poached the recipe off some nuns at the convent of Saint Mary Magdalene, and the mm. name just got corrupted a bit.
0: Madeleines aren't my favourite. A
1: bit bland. I, I, like, I like the ones with
0: the currants and French cakes generally don't quite meet the English cakes for taste and I I think French food is better usually but Mm. uh, not with cakes
1: more icing more frivolity more sugar blast that's what French cakes need more fun
0: fewer rules yes I think the English are just like oh this tastes good yeah more of it you know and sometimes that can make us look a little bit unsophisticated and that's where the French win
1: that's but
0: when it comes to cake you don't want sophistication you just want mmm
1: sophistication what about a nice gâteau
0: though that's a French oh, word, yes gateau right? is good
1: yeah but then the Austrians probably still have them pegged on the ghetto. it's the Ma- like the Franco-Prussian wars all over again <laughs> but in cake <laughs> the reason why I dislike madeleines is not only because I find them uninteresting to eat and, and cake should always be fun and interesting right mm-hmm. is because the Proust madeleine is in my mind the second most overused journalistic literary cliche
0: I don't know what you're talking about So this is in this book A yeah. la recherche de Tom perdu.
1: He eats the Madeleine <gasps> And it spins him back To times past I often get that with smells For instance When I when I smell hot tarmac That spins me back To the Russian exchange In 1995 That went on with school And so journalists will go Blah 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 Was like Proust Madeleine For me Like seeing Brett Anderson Back on stage with Suede Was like Proust Madeleine But that I mean,
0: if I don't get that reference I'm not rating myself ridiculously here I reckon mm. a lot of people wouldn't
1: My least favourite journalistic literary cliche Since you didn't ask Is uh, people starting articles Oh, in fact, novels as well With It is a truth universally acknowledged Oh
0: yeah, I've seen that one
1: Don't do it anymore You don't need it You can just start the sentence a bit later
0: Father of the Bride speech that as well, isn't it? Unaccustomed as I am to public speaking Large laugh
1: Luckily my dad doesn't uh, get out enough To know all the cliches So he can <laughs> do them
0: uh, My friend Nick Who just got married to his lovely wife Lucy uh, on the day of the wedding like came up to me slightly paranoically and said um, apparently when I do my speech the thing you do is you say my wife and I and then people clap why was he asking you? Um, he wasn't asking me he was telling oh. me and he said so I, I mean I've just I've never heard that before because can you just make sure that people clap when I say that <laughs> I was really anxious he said, it was like yeah okay people will right. clap and will be fine And then, but of course what happened is he went my wife and I and I was like the first Wah! I just look like I fucking love that joke (laughs) It's like I was requesting it at a gig
1: One thing you need to be aware of Is that in this country it's very impolite if you shake hands The local custom here is to stand back to back And rub your buttocks together It takes some time to get used to But you can make some wonderful new friends Cheers
0: Answer Me This Holiday Travel the world from the comfort of your own headphones Out now at answermethispodcast.com slash albums Uh, Okay, here's a question from Martin uh, Who says, Helen, answer me this Where does Father's Day come from? Uh, Is it an old tradition? possibly with religious origins? Nah. Or is it just a modern invention by makers of cards depicting golf, football, cars and beer?
1: I don't think they had those <laughs> cards floating around with no purpose prior to the invention <laughs> of Father's Day. Like, why are we producing so many golf cards, guys? No one buys them! <laughs>
0: don't forget farting. They often feature farting and also Del Boy as well.
1: I've never bought a Father's Day card, so that's all new to me.
0: No, um, well, both those things aren't necessarily your father's main interest, are they? I don't know how he fares on wind.
1: Uh, yeah, he wouldn't.
0: Sitcom-wise, he'd be more into the golf one, I think.
1: Nope. I think he'd be more into one that uh, depicted an arc welder or a chainsaw. Right,
0: But uh, my dad, he's very much on the Venn diagram of Del Boy and farting, so Father's Day cards are great for him, very easy to find in Clintons. Um, And this year I actually got him one that depicted a a bowl full of uh, baked beans, (laughs) uh, and it just said, Happy Farters Day.
1: Clever. But that's a different day entirely. uh,
0: But I did think it's it's a gender stereotype that wouldn't be tolerated on Mother's Day in the same way, like a humorous observation about how people stereotype women. Yeah. You know, if it was said like... uh, Hi mum, you'll, you'll remember that argument we had and then throw it back in my face in five years' time Happy Mother's Day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You wouldn't get that, would you?
1: Also, women do fart
0: <laughs> Never
1: But is that reflected by the card market? No <laughs>
0: uh, Anyway, Martin continues uh, Am I right to choose to observe Mother's Day by sending a card? I can answer that for you, I say yes, Helen says no uh, and my, my mother says no Yeah. And small present uh, And yet to ignore Father's Day Or Father's Day.
1: I suppose it depends. I mean, if you're having a big beef with your father, but not with your mother, then yes. Yeah. If you love your father more than your mother, then that might not be reflected in your card buying pattern.
0: I think you're right in the sense that certainly historically, when mothers did more in the family home domestically and everything, Mm. it was more necessary to have a Mother's Day than Father's Day. You're right to say that one is worth slightly more than the other. However, uh, in... 2013, Mm. I think if you're doing Mother's Day and your father is alive and as much a part of your family as your mother it's kind of a bit weird not to do Father's Day too, like you have to do neither or or both. Do you
1: want to live in a world where this gender imbalance is observed? Exactly. I don't know where you're writing from Martin but Mother's Day in the UK did have a religious origin, it was part of Lent
0: Mm. Hence Mothering Sunday.
1: Exactly Mm. but it's now become elided with Mother's Day which was an American invention which is why their Mother's Day is in May and ours is in March Mm -hmm. After the Civil War One town brought together the mothers of Confederate and Union soldiers.
0: Wow, so it was a...
1: It was like the football at Christmas during the First World War. Yeah, And um, it was
0: one of those and the band played on type moments.
1: And so they tried to implement Father's Day as well, but it didn't really catch on until 1908, the first ever Father's Day was a Sunday sermon in West Virginia to commemorate 362 men who had died in an explosion in a coal mine. But then the following year, after that fun Father's Day for all the dead miners, a woman in Spokane in Washington named Sonora Smart Dodd. Uh, tried to establish an official Mother's Day for fathers because she was raised by a single father and she went to a lot of churches and YMCA's and local organisations to drum up support and hence the first proper Father's Day that wasn't because of tragic miners' explosions was on July the 19th in 1910 and then it sort of caught on around other parts of America and then in 1972, Richard Nixon signed a proclamation to make Father's Day permanent Right, so yeah. it's all thanks to Richard Nixon that we have Father's Day.
0: <laughs> well, he did so many good things.
1: Oh, so I'd imagine that if we have it in the UK because it was one of those commercial festivals that came over from America as Halloween is invading now.
0: Yes, but at least it does have some origins In something a little bit nicer than that It wasn't exactly created by Moonpig There was some spiritual purpose to it
1: In 1864, Moonpig Johnson tried to (laughs) drum together support For all the fathers that had died in the boating accident
0: I think as well, Martin You have to look at how your parents have responded to the presents That you have got Mm. them And really make an assessment based on that As to whether it's worth spending the same
1: Again, making a gender stereotype Perhaps the average father would be less miffed yeah. By a slightly crappy recognition of the day Than a mother would yeah.
0: Same present every year is fine for most dads yeah. I mean I, I think I can make that generalisation My dad is, is always happy with a bottle of brandy And the Just Brazils He, he doesn't mm. want me to think outside Literally that box of no. Brazil nuts No, well why would you?
1: Just Brazils <laughs> uh, are very nice Yeah,
0: uh, Whereas my mum, she wants variety
1: she would want you to think She feels Karen, I've
0: been thinking About her every year What yet.
1: would Karen Mann Like this year yes. She's not the same Karen Mann As in 2008
0: Quite right And for her It's really important That I spend at least 10 minutes Thinking about Ten What I'm going to Write th- in the card minutes, no! And I've got to Try and find Some sort of observation Because hmm. I know It's going to be on display For like 5 years as well right. Whereas with my dad Literally Hey Dad Love Ollie
1: With your mum Couldn't you just say I know I said this last year mum But you're more beautiful than ever Well That would go down every year That
0: would yeah Good good point I might get those produced now Just so I've got 20 To back me up for the next couple of decades It's
1: it's such a waste That I've never done Mother's Day Because I've clearly got All of the cheesy remarks (laughs) Got all the
0: platitudes Ready to go Also the presents That I get my dad They just stay shrink wrapped And on the dining room table Including most recently a box set of every episode of Allo Allo ever, Mm. which I know every episode is exactly the same, but you'd still think he'd want to watch one.
1: Yeah, you'd unwrap it just to get one. The annoying thing
0: is, you know, I'm 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 an observer of his viewing habits, Mm. and I know that if Allo Allo is on gold, he'll sit and watch it with Mm. the commercials and miss the first 10 minutes, but and yet he won't watch the DVD. What's that about? It's
1: because he wants to watch it in that serendipitous way, not in a deliberated, calculated way.
0: I, I wish it was that simple, but it's more complicated than that, because I also have bought him every episode ever of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. And yet he That's tapes it... That's a bit it, close to
1: the bone, isn't
0: it? <laughs> and yet he he tapes it every week on Sky Atlantic. What a and pervert. waits for it, and, and then watches it and gets annoyed if he misses five minutes of it. Well, He's got them all.
1: It's because he... he he doesn't like this modern viewing by choice habit.
0: I think he can't be asked to get off the sofa and put the DVD yeah. in, is the truth of it.
1: Yeah, it's easier, yeah, to actually look out for something and record it every week.
0: Yeah. It's a big commitment as well to be like, to say, I'm going to watch this episode. Whereas if it just happens to be on, or you happen to be there when it's on, there's, it's almost like it's making the decision yeah. for you, isn't and it? and
1: therefore it doesn't matter if you're not enjoying it because you didn't choose it, whereas putting the DVD in, conscious choice could backfire. So much cognitive dissonance. Also, former flatmate of the show, Matthew Crosby, would never ever watch a dvd that he was given as a gift even if it was something he really wanted really? Never, never would unwrap
0: them that's so perverse. why not yeah
1: i don't know that's just one of his things in this time of purse strings tightening the internet's a smorgasbord of fabulous free things like showbiz news no need for magazine stalking your old school friends Videos of fat kids falling over Stealing films and music Sharing photos of your nan Filing your tax return But by far my favourite free thing to type Is answer me this into Skype
0: Here's a question from a man who says I'm leaving this anonymous But would appreciate it if you'd refer to me As either Robert Downey Jr. or Mrs Thatcher
1: these are very disparate people to choose to hide behind
0: They're certainly both taken though I think it's fair to say pseudonyms. Mm. Um, I well, think... as
1: pseudonyms Well
0: as nims Indeed uh, You're unlikely to be proven by history to be the definitive one
1: Iron man or iron lady
0: He says Helen answer me this Am I a virgin?
1: I don't know you no,
0: I think I think he's going to give us some background information here to help him with this okay. uh, Because otherwise I agree that would be hard to answer mm. uh, He says Most of my friends are very conservative And we all know that young conservatives rarely have sex mm. uh, And sex rarely comes up in conversation That's alright uh, So mm. I'm not sure who to turn to with this question So I'm asking for your input
1: You know Dan Savage is around
0: Yeah it's a strange choice
1: I just feel like he's better at talking about sex on podcasts than we are He
0: continues The fact is, I have never felt the inner sanctum of womanly genitalia pleasurably encapsulating my winkle.
1: So it's lofty language until the last words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously he's been reading books rather than having sex, which might stand him in good stead for the future.
1: Time well spent, and people do consider it rude if you read books during sex, (laughs) by the way.
0: There was some ridiculous survey, and I really do mean just obviously made up, which was just there Mm. to gather column inches. Yes which said something like 60% of women have looked at their phone whilst they're making love. That was the statistic.
1: Yeah, it's probably more like 80%. It's it's,
0: it's probably is realistically one in 10.
1: We well, might have looked, looked
0: at their phone.
1: You might have looked towards it, does that count?
0: One thing I have done <laughs> is I've glanced at the clock to see how long we've been going. But that's out of curiosity, and not pride. out of yeah, That's not. Uh, yeah, or fear. Uh, it's not out of um Boredom.
1: You do have an enormous stopwatch uh, for your pets as well.
0: <laughs> I, I finished the Telegraph at once, but that doesn't count. It's uh, the closest thing you've ever had to a sexual experience. Well, our anonymous contributor continues, uh, although he has never felt... Uh, the, the inner sanctum. The inner sanctum. He has, however, had the pleasure of a small number of orgasms induced by fellatio.
1: Well done. Mm.
0: I have happily reciprocated, cunnilingually... Good. He, he is good with words, isn't he? Yes. He's a cunning linguist. Yeah. Uh, this obviously means I've had a number of sexual experiences beyond the bounds of a friendly bum or tit squeeze.
1: I mean, that is just uh, getting groped on the tube.
0: Yes. Yeah, but it's an int- this is more interesting than it appears at first glance, Helen. So he's saying, Helen, asked me this, am I a virgin or not? So he's had oral sex a number of times. Mm. Does that count?
1: Well, that is a very interesting question because... A lot of gay men and women may also never have a penis in the feminine canal, yes, but they which, definitely
0: not consider themselves virgins.
1: So I think the conventional uh, definition of virginity is probably up for uh, some kind of amendment.
0: And yet he's straight and mm-hmm. he seems to want to conquer a woman's feminine parts with his yeah. man wang. Is it, therefore, in that context? That he is still a virgin, because uh, these things cease to matter, of course, when you are no longer a virgin. Yes. (laughs) But in the time that you consider yourself still a virgin, uh, this definition is quite important, I think.
1: I think probably he's still a virgin. But I wouldn't necessarily say that to everybody, particularly if they were not heterosexual. And then there must be... But
0: but even then, even in the gay example, Mm. right, I reckon there's a lot of people who would say, well, you know, we used to do mutual masturbation at boarding school. Yeah. But then that's not them Losing their virginity I don't think we should label it I don't feel But he's asking us to Martin but Saying is he a virgin or not What's your answer Yes or I no think, I don't think it's binary I think it's a But gen- it is it's He's gen- saying I want a yes or no answer Then his, 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 his uh, premises are incorrect
1: I think his state of mind suggests That even though for other people This definition would work For not being a virgin I think he probably still feels like one that's yeah. why he's asking yeah I, I
0: think that's right i think he's he's growing up in a post-american pie landscape yeah. isn't he where clearly by that stretch he's a virgin if
1: you have sex with a pie it doesn't count <laughs> or or a rubber doll or seashell that is roughly vagina shaped
0: but penetration of a mouth happened you're probably not really a virgin
1: well you're sexually experienced sexually experienced yeah the church would say that your virginity still existed yeah, that's but very true, strict yeah. churches probably would say any kind of physical contact was was defying virginity. Mm. I've also got some friends who have been uh, penetrated, but still decided that they were virgins because
0: it was just like because they got one... penetrated by the wrong person. Yeah, non-canonical.
1: Yeah, and it didn't it didn't go for much turns longer. Turns out, that. if
0: he's a dickhead, then uh, you haven't lost your virginity.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So turns out, if uh, after three years you decided the relationship was no good <laughs> your virginity grows back. But the definition has changed a lot, hasn't it? From when it was just like, well, if your hymen's intact,
0: yes. I think that's right.
1: Listeners, it's such a complex issue that we would appreciate your input. I do not mean that in a double
0: entendre way. No, and we'd appreciate your your virginity loss stories. At what point did you consider that you'd lost your virginity? Was it uh, in one penetrative thunderclap or was it a series of small fellatio-induced experiences? Or
1: was it with one particularly meaningful handshake? Yep. (laughs) It it may have different meanings to anybody. So if you have any... uh, contributions to make mm. upon the definition of virginity uh, or if you just have a question then please send those in via email phone or skype and our contact details are on our website answer me this podcast.com
0: <laughs> and also on there uh, you can buy some merchandise featuring our faces and logo uh, if you... to
1: not answer me this contact <laughs> <laughs> for, you... for your first sexual
0: experiences <laughs> yet included in that uh, selection of delights Uh, is a Helen and Ollie wall clock. Uh, And I can vouch for this.
1: Because that's what you time your sexual intercourse on. (laughs)
0: Uh, I've just moved house, and despite the fact that we have decided... To opt for a more sophisticated interior mode Than we had in our previous Slightly juvenile frat pad kind of vibe
1: (sighs) Ollie is a traitor to himself And he's got rid of all of his fun kitsch Is that uh, toy slice of pizza that I gave you still there?
0: That's very much still there Oh thank god Uh, Girlfriend likes that one, that's right. Okay, good, good It is smiling nicely But a lot of the primary colours have been dulled down Mm -hmm. Uh, Despite that fact The Helen and Ollie wall clock works just as well In the new sophisticated and cosy cottage environs As it did in the inner city uh, urban 20-something pad
1: Not exactly gritty urban though Very leafy <laughs> Very leafy street Indeed used to live on.
0: It's a good clock Is what I'm saying Get the clock
1: Also on that website Are Answer Me This Episodes 1 to 120 That's right
0: If you've wondered Where are the first three years Of the show on the free feed They're there We ask for money for them
1: Just 79 pence each though So oh, Well yeah. 79.9 pence each But who's counting Some of you are counting The 0. .9 pence yeah. Anyway listeners Please return next week For Answer Me This 268 Bye, Bye.